welcome to the Meeting of Minds podcast. And more importantly, welcome to this, um, oh, I've forgotten already what we're calling it, this uh, subtitled uh, series, this series that we're doing for the beginning of 2023, which is called the HSP Connection. That's the brainchild of me and Robbie here. Yeah, we're going to be doing this. Uh, we're going to be doing this together. We, we're going to do at least six, but I suspect it's going to run into a few more. We've got plenty to talk about. And um, yeah, so we're going to be bringing to you quite a few episodes about our experiences, um, of being HSPs, finding out, discovering we're HSPs, what that means, what that means for us, how we bring that into our work, what that means in our everyday life, what that means for people around us, um, how amazing and great HSPs are. So yes. we're going to, yeah, we're going to be bringing all those subjects. We're going to have a bit of fun along the way. And, um, you know, we both want to do this because first of all we get on really well so we thought this would be a great thing to do together also discovering where HSPs has changed our lives so we figure that it would be a really good conversation to have because this might apply to you listener it might apply to somebody you know so you know if you think it's you if you think it's somebody you know please share these episodes please tell other people to listen to these episodes because kind of that's why we're doing it we want people to share what you're going to find out um from us um in the hope that we can get the word out much more about hsp what it means uh, and how how people can really look after themselves as an hsp and thrive because that's what we're both doing now and that's why we're here we want to come and share our thriving um <laughs> So this is my off the cuff introduction to the HSP Connection series. Uh, and um, yeah, so Robbie, hi, welcome back. Hi, thank hi. you so much, Philip. I'm so excited to be here. I know, it's going to be great. I'm uh, really excited too. Now, of course, you were a guest uh, not that long ago, uh, episode 82. So um, I had to write that down. I remembered it this time. <laughs> Episode 82. And, you know, you told us a lot of your story. So, we, you know, we will cover it bit by bit. We'll cover a little bit today and more during the weeks. I have told my story bit by bit in previous episodes. Um, but, you know, there will be more to come because our stories continue. So there will be more to come. So please do feel free if you want to know more about Robbie. And why wouldn't you? Because she's ace. So go back and find out a bit more about um, Robbie. But what we're going to do today, we've decided, haven't we? Yeah. We're going to talk about what is, what is a HSP? What is a highly sensitive person? What does it all mean? Um, what does it mean for us? Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, I thought, I originally thought, oh, well, we'll just introduce ourselves. But then, of course, really, you're not here to listening to know more about us. We'll tell you more along the way. But, you know, let's let's throw it wide open and start, you know, with the basics. What is HSP? And um, you're going to, are you, are you going to be able to run us through a little bit of that, Robbie? <laughs> I can try. You can sure. try. Well, let's yeah. see. Yeah. I mean, the first first time I heard about HSP was several, several years ago. I got a hold of Dr. Elaine Aaron's 
book, which was The Highly Sensitive Person. She wrote it in the 90s, right? Um, And so she did a lot of work on sensory processing sensitivity. She discovered this was a thing. And she created... You've got it. I knew, I knew yeah. it was here somewhere. I was just looking yeah. on my bookshelf. So there it is. It's probably backwards on the camera, but The Highly Sensitive nope, Person by Elaine Aron. Yes. Yep. And so she has a little test in her book that you can take to see if you are a highly sensitive person. I took that test. I'm like, yes, I am. Uh, but what it meant for me was, I don't know. It's kind of like, okay, that's kind of interesting. I didn't really understand what it meant, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I'm super grateful for her research because she started the ball rolling for us. But she she said, hey, our brains are wired differently. We process things differently. We have more empathy. Um, we can get overwhelmed by stimulus. Um those types of things. And I read that and I was like, I mean, kind of, but I also wasn't totally connecting. I don't know if you had a similar experience when you. Yeah, I can't. um, I think, how did I, I I didn't read the book for quite a while. I'd already heard about um, uh, HSP. I think I know what it was. Um, I I have lots of podcasts. That I lo- love a podcast and I listen to loads of them. And one that I regularly listen to, Julie Beeland was a guest on. And I, I actually, before that, I was doing a counselling foundation course for a year back in 2017. And on that course, there was a woman who, who was always eating in the middle of, you know, she's always snacking on some nuts or something in the middle of, of what we were doing. And she used to keep saying, oh, I'm very highly sensitive, so I need to eat a lot. So um, I just, if I'm really honest, I just thought that was a little bit affected. <laughs> I was just going to say you were judging her a bit, weren't you? I was. I absolutely, I absolutely (laughs) was. And whether she meant she was an HSP, I don't know. But she said, I'm very sensitive and those sensitives need to eat. And I was thinking, oh, maybe, you know, maybe that's why I, um, that's how I got to how I am. But um, so that was the only time I'd ever really come across people owning their sensitivity, actually. And and she quite openly was saying she was highly sensitive. So fast Mm. forward a little bit. And Julie Beeland was a um, guest on this podcast. And then I found Julie's podcast and I was listening to a lot of Julie's episodes. And the more she talked about high sensitivity, the more she talked about um, how it how it is to be highly yeah. sensitive, the more I really began to recognize that this was me. Um, mm. I, I, I didn't jump for joy, but... Yeah. but I also didn't crawl away and hide either it was very much oh this is interesting um but I didn't really come from having been um shamed throughout my life for being sensitive because I think I hid my sensitivity really early on so um it was all a revelation to me after I'd finished my therapy and sort of taken that top layer of sort of trauma off, the next thing I discovered was underneath it all, there was this highly sensitive person. What? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and it really helped answer my question at the time that was going through my head. It's like, okay, so who am I now? Now I'm not driven by all this trauma. Who am I? 
So, um, and then, so I listened to that more and more and more. um, And Willow was then a guest. And then I came across Willow. And we'll, you know, we've talked about Willow in your episode. We'll talk about Willow. We'll talk about Julie, I'm sure, more during the course of this uh, podcast. And then I got the book. So I got the book after I'd already knew something. And I'd already probably decided, I decided I was probably HSP because I'd done the test on Julie's, I'd done the test on Willow's, which I mean, they're very similar. And, you know, I was scoring nearly full, you know, I tick, 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 tick. I was nearly, (laughs) nearly all of them. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I think it was quite clear to me at that stage that I was indeed sensitive. And I remember I sent a text to two friends of mine saying, OK, I've got something to tell you. And they were on my counselling foundation course with me. So they kind of understood. I said, I've got something to tell you. It's really important. I want you to know that I'm highly sensitive. And I, and I remember sitting on my bed, pressing send and thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to admit it. I'm going to tell them I'm highly sensitive. Oh, this is such a big moment for me. Uh-huh. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing for days just no response at all no response oh and, my goodness and and, it, and and then when I went uh hi everybody okay because we're in a whatsapp group hi everybody, everybody okay uh, did anybody read my <laughs> message and they went oh yeah 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 um yeah like they didn't they didn't realize that it was like it was a really really big deal for me I mean had they realized they probably would have reacted more but um yeah, so that was my introduction to sort of owning my uh, HSP. Penis. No, no. <laughs> you told me off for doing that before. My HSP penis. <laughs> now, now I can't say it without oh, <laughs> the no. essence of being an HSP. So, yes, so yeah. sorry, coming back to the book. So by the time I read the book, and you know, like the subtitle is How to Thrive When the World Overwhelms You. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm sure that's very well-meaning, but it, 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 I found this book quite hard going and yeah. it didn't really connect with, I, I didn't feel a connection with it. Like I'd yeah. felt a connection with the things that Julie talks about and the thing that Willow, the things that Willow talks about. So, and I think that's largely because this book is 30 years old. Right. You know, she was an academic. Academic. She was. Absolutely. Um, she was investigating sensory processing sensitivity, not yeah. disorder, not to be confused right. with the disorder. Sensory processing sensitivity, and you know, from that she came up with this sort of tagline: the highly sensitive person. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of gone on from there, really. And I think Julian Willow, in their different ways, are taking it to a different level. I absolutely agree. Yeah. Yeah. Because in here it feels like um like it's like it's a problem, like it's you know, what did I say? I think I did I call it dirge earlier. Yeah. yeah. Well it it just I don't know, and maybe it's the language of the nineties, I don't know, but I, I I really didn't connect with that. Whereas when you know you hear Julie explaining how to meet your needs as a sensitive person and how to thrive as a sensitive person, I mean that really resonates. When you hear Willow talk about your gifts as a highly sensitive person and the gifts you bring to the world and how we need we need highly sensitive people to be leaders and to to use all those gifts to to lead the you know to to lead us to a better place you know um that's what resonates with me more so than that book 
So yes, um, 100%. that's a very long-winded answer to your question. Beautiful answer. Yes. So we came upon the book at different stages. The yes. book was my very first introduction to anything oh, about okay. it. Yeah. And so it wasn't, um, you know, and I totally know what you're saying about it. it was, it's definitely academic. And I think it was, she was trying to write it for the academic community saying, yes. hey, there's this thing that we haven't identified before. And it is separate from these other disorders. Like this is a thing, this, this yeah. is an inherent trait that some humans have and we need to research it more, you know? Yeah. Um. So it wasn't life shattering when I first read that book, you know, I was kind of like, oh, okay. Um, but really <laughs> didn't know what to do with it, you know? Yeah. And then after I had my, you know, traumatic health, challenges. Yes. And I started trying to research more about, okay, how do I tick and what do I need and how can I thrive? I, then I remembered, I'm like, there's this highly sensitive thing that I keep testing off the charts for, you know? And at that point, I think my frame of reference was, oh, that's the label for the thing that's wrong with me. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I can, because it, because, yeah. you know, this is why I get overwhelmed. This is why I need more things at work than other people. I need more breaks. I can't handle so much peopling as much peopling as my wife, you know, like this is what's wrong with me. Yes. But then as I started going to counseling and then I found, um, the highly sensitive refuge blog. And in that blog, they, Julie Bieland had written something. And mm-hmm. so I found her site and then she had these classes. So I took some of those classes, which was, it's really all about how to give your system what you need and how yes. to, so that you can truly regulate your system. She talks about HSBs kind of being like orchids, which they need really specific things in order to thrive but then when they thrive they're this beautiful unique thing um and that plus my counseling self-compassion then I started going oh this isn't just a label of what's wrong with me like if I can give my system what it needs there's these magical powers I have that other people don't have you know I I can you know bring really good stuff to the world and then from Julie I found Willow and yeah, his work is just amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's really, uh, it, yeah, and you make a really um, important point there that I, I think sensitivity is usually used in a negative sort of way when, especially when we're children. Yeah, you know, oh, you know, don't be so sensitive, or oh, you know, um, like the um, lady I interviewed the other week and she was saying, you know, she she knew she was sensitive and all her family, they said, oh, that's just Jen, she's sensitive. And it, it's almost like it is a bit of a disadvantage mm-hmm. um, because it's not fitting that like mold or that sort of, right. um, you know, we're a bit different. Yeah. yeah. But then actually lots of people are different we're all you know oh we're my all gosh individuals aren't we yes we're our own you know we're all our own beautiful unique selves but we try to fit ourselves into boxes um yep partly because that feels the safest thing to do sometimes um you know partly because we're forced into them sometimes um mm-hmm. by families by 
organizations by whatever you know whatever yeah. our, our life um what, whatever those things are in our life can force us into a box and i i looking back i definitely felt um a lot of times that i couldn't do life as well as other people could yes. but i had no idea that that had anything to do with sensitivity yes but that's what there was it, something wrong that, yeah yeah i did i i'm yes i did i absolutely did and i felt broken and i felt not worthy and yeah. i just wasn't getting life as much as everybody else did but i put all that down to well i, I didn't then realize what i'd experienced was trauma but i put it yeah. all down to the the way my i'd been conditioned at home which was yeah. full of trauma so yeah. i didn't realize there was so when the trauma was lifted it it sort of gave space you know for for this other part of me to actually really breathe um so i did know that i was different but i just took that as a sign that i was broken and i also hid it very well yeah i spent a lot a lot of time and energy hiding the fact that i found life so hard i didn't mm. tell anybody i didn't let on i didn't nobody knew i just tried to do all these things and then wondered why i was like perpetually shattered and just not i, I don't know you know the the ultimate push through and oh anyway i mean sorry this is i'm not I, not all about me but it's just that's my experience yes which and is very I, which is different to yours and sadly i think none of our neither of our experiences are unique i think there yeah so many folks out there yes who have had something similar yes to either one of us yeah, yeah. you're right um also i suppose for me when i discovered that i was hsp i'd already been through three years of therapy and i'd already done an awful lot of working out that my nervous system was constantly on high alert uh, and was constantly yeah. on the i was on the edge all the time yeah. so i'd already as part of my healing from my trauma worked out how to calm my nervous system mm, and the things that nice. really worked for me so by the time i discovered i was an hsp um i kind of went I, I was already in that place yeah yeah you had already learned some tools I and had. then you learned the label <laughs> afterward yes. Yeah. yes yes and whereas for you i know you needed to learn the the tools that helped you thrive as an hsp because you were sort of forced there because of your health condition yeah yeah well, I was forced there because of losing the sight in my eye. So we were all forced there one way or another, aren't we? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. If our system doesn't get what it needs, it'll, I mean, things start breaking down. Things happen. Yeah. And and actually that, if that actually applies to everybody. It doesn't just apply to HSPs. Right. I think we, we start to see the signs of it a little bit earlier um, because our bodies are that bit more sensitive to these things. But I mean, that applies to everybody, doesn't it? Yes. So everything that we're talking about in these episodes, I can't remember if I said that in the intro or not, but everything we're talking about actually is going to apply to everybody. Yeah. It's not just HSPs. That's right. The things that make the world better for HSPs will make the world better for everyone. Yeah. 
truly. Yeah. Yeah. And they're quite um, anti-establishment, aren't they? They're quite anti. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> anti where the world is at now really so yeah. um and you know that's, that's what we're going to need to do so, to, to thrive so yeah. you've got haven't have you got a list am i right of, of like the oh, the yeah. the the innate sort of the, the 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 way of breaking the trait down that elaine aaron came up with because we just want to unpick this a little bit don't we yeah 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 here's what elaine said kind of five things. One is depth of processing. So we take in more information than non-HPs, non-HSPs, a lot more. Because of that, we are more easily overstimulated because we're processing more things. We have emotional responsiveness. So we have, we feel things very deeply, high highs and low lows. Like we just feel things in a very big way. Um, We have acute awareness of stimulations. So um, that's where we can, I think we talked on on my episode where lights can be too bright or, you know, for me, it can be smells. It can be the texture of something like I'm wearing something really soft and cozy, like the way my clothes feel really matters to me. So any of those stimulations, like we're very aware of them. We're very conscious of them. And the fifth one is empathy. Like we are very empathic. We have large amounts of empathy for folks. So when you just read them off as a list, and yeah. Yeah, although actually the way you're reading them is making them sound a bit more positive. But when you just read them off as a list, they can sound really, really like big and gray and like, oh, God, who would want that? Can't they? Yes. And when, when you yes. read that list out to me just before we started recording, I was like, oh, my God, that's like. <sighs> right. Yeah. OK. Yeah. When I first heard it, depth of processing, easy overstimulation, emotional responsiveness, acute awareness of stimulations, empathy. I'm like, well, empathy seems good, but the rest of those, <laughs> the rest I can leave. I could leave that. Yeah. 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 Um, but actually when you, when you, when you look at them in a, a little bit more in real life, actually yes. there are things that we totally understand and things that we're, we're doing. Uh, yes. So um you know the 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 taking is it like 10 i think it's 10 times more data is it 10 or 100 we take in a lot more a lot (laughs) a lot more data than the non-hsps do so an hsp in a room will be you know without thinking they'll be scanning the room they'll be working out um with the way people are standing the way people are moving the way they're talking with each other what's happening with their eyes what's happening with their mouth what's happening with their hands what's uh it's just somebody look as though they might be a little bit too hot somebody look like they might be a little too cold does somebody look like they need somebody to go and um speak to them does somebody need to sit down does somebody want to drink yep. you know all this yes is is yeah those two look like they've just had an argument those two look like they want something else you know all exactly have you noticed and that one over there is pregnant i've picked up so many people who are pregnant at work but anyway that's all beside the point so um but we're just picking up all those nuances those little little details that are giving us information um that's right and i mean i've always known i've done that what i didn't know 
is that not everybody can do that. Not everybody does that. It's not like yes. I, I, I go, I've chosen to do this. I just do it. That's right. Which, right. you know, made me a very annoying child because I, I could sense of all the stuff that was going on at home. So I would go, well, what's going on? You know, so. Yeah, you would notice things. I, I did notice. I could feel it. Yes. I, I, and I wanted answers. Uh, so I was constantly yes. asking those questions that my parents would have preferred me not to be because they were hoping nobody was noticing. Yes. Um, but, at, you know, now in reality, now, you know, I can. I, I don't know, like, you know, for instance, I can, you know, when my kids walk in from school, I can just sense, you know, what do they need? Do they need, do they want something to eat? Do they want something to drink? Do they want a hug? Do they uh, just want me to leave them alone? You know, and yeah. I, and I know a lot of parents can do that, but I, I feel I can do that on a really deep, it's like I'm reading something in them. Yes. There's, there's a connection and it's sort of like without and sometimes without even saying anything I can yes. feel like I have that connection yes so and that's actually bloody marvelous I yeah. wouldn't want to not have that right so yes we take in more data yes um we're processing all the time so actually yeah we can get more tired with it and we need to make sure we're, we're, we're getting breaks and all those things but actually the joy that comes from ex, from taking in all that data and what we realize from all that data um yes. I would not want to be without me neither yeah I would feel lost honestly yeah I wouldn't even know how to navigate the world no, I don't think I would, because I really rely on that like little spidey sense to yep. to help me work out: Am I safe in this? A lot of the time, That's am right. I safe in this environment, or right. do I need to? Do I just need to be a bit careful here, or mm -hmm. um, what can I give here, and what do I need to not? What do I need to keep back? You, you right. know, it it really does. Yeah, it's like like you say. It, it I wouldn't want to be without that. No. Yeah. Um, well, I've always had it. I just didn't realize what it was. Um, yeah, which is so common for HSPs, right? Yes. We walk around the world doing this because it's how we're wired. We don't realize until it's really pointed out to us. We don't realize that other that non-HSPs don't see the world this way, and that we, because of that, like we have something additional we can offer because we are picking up things that non-HSPs don't notice. Yes. So we have more information to share and we're able to connect differently. Yes. Yeah. And and I remember when I started coaching, I've I've only ever coached on Zoom because I that's when I started when we're in the middle of the pandemic. And people have said to me, clients have said to me, I don't know how you do this over Zoom. I don't know how we manage to form such a great connection over Zoom. I've never experienced anything like that before. And when a few clients had said that, I thought, oh, there's some there's something going on here. Um, yes. And that's my that's my HSP. Yes, coming, it is. <laughs> coming in it really yeah it it, it it it's the essence of of my hsp trait that enables yeah. me to 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 do that i mean I, I prefer it in real life don't get me wrong but equally i could only then work with people in my locality so um and 
Yeah, it's, it feels to me like a gift. Yes. Yes. You know, and like you said, you, you wouldn't want to be without it. I wouldn't. I really wouldn't know how to navigate. And now that I know much better how to regulate my system, yes. then I'm able to appreciate these gifts and use these gifts. Yes what was true for me before is I was in a state of overstimulation yes. for years. And so it was just like, I could, I felt like I was a, dr a drowning person and I would every so often, like my nose would poke up oh. out of the water. I'd take a breath and then I'd be flailing about again, you know? And the, so that's, it's hard to then recognize any gifts when you're, when you're in that mode, but, when you can learn to regulate your system, and yeah. then you can enjoy the gifts that, that are on the other side. Yeah, exactly. And and that's very, I mean, it's, a, it's exactly the same nervous um, system state as being in a trauma response. So, yes. um, yeah. you know, uh, who knows now whether actually m m me being there was how much of it was trauma and how much of it was HSP, but it was quite a concoction for quite a long time. Yes. Um, and, you know, also, um, as another lady that I interviewed recently um, was saying that, you know, because we feel things so, so much deeper, which is like point two on there, we do feel them more deeply. We have this real rich inner life where we were really in connection with our feelings. And, you know, that's why we are very easily brought to tears by music, by yes. art, by, I don't know, just a beautiful summer's day yes. um, or a beautiful winter's day, you know, whichever season takes your fancy. And, um, you know, because we have that we're feeling things really deeply and i don't know what happened there sorry hello <laughs> it's all right so <laughs> we're feeling things really deeply and um actually if we are hsps ex experiencing trauma we are actually more likely to be feeling that trauma more deeply than a non-hsp um yeah experiencing the same trauma and that just goes to show that everybody's reaction to trauma is different you know everyone's story is is different and and actually you know we're not saying none of this is about hsps are better than non-hsps well no well, <laughs> but you know we are 20 percent, 20 30 percent yeah. between that you know of the yes. population there are a lot more non-hsps than there yeah. are HSPs. Um, it's all about raising awareness that the percentage that we fall in, there are less of us, but we are, we're not weak. We're not um, so sensitive that we can't be um, leaders, that we can't right. be at the forefront of um, advances in all areas of life that we can't okay. use our voices and be heard, um, yes. you know, cause we're not all sitting in the corner um, being very quiet some of us may well be just like some non-hsps may well be um prefer to be quietly on their own um you know but actually no we're very definitely hsps and we want to be here putting our voices out in the world yes. um and we've created this safe space for us to do that absolutely absolutely yeah. you know you're right we're not better we're not trying to say that we're better we're also saying that we're not worse, right? We're an important yes. part of the fabric, right? We're the, yes. an important part of the fabric of humanity. Like we bring things to the table yeah. 
that non-HSPs don't, and they bring things to the table that we don't, but we're an important piece, you know, and that one of the things in studying the trait, like it shows up in animal, hundreds of other animal species. Like, so this is something that nature has said, hey, these traits are important. Um, so yeah, we're an important piece. Yeah, we're an important piece. And Willow, when, when Willow talks about that, he always says, you know, it's not an accident. Yeah. You know, we are meant to be here because of the gifts that we bring, because of the the, the differences that we bring. Um, yeah. You know, like we're deeply intuitive and we have yes. a great connection with our intuition and we know how to listen to it. And we know how to follow it. We don't push it to one side and do what everybody else is telling us to do. We actually listen to our intuition because there is a reason that our intuition is telling us to do that. And like okay. you said, you know, we... I remember when I was on my counselling foundation course, it was all about the core, you know, core skills of um, people-centred um, people-centered counselling. And it was all about uh, empathy, unconditional positive regard and congruence. And I get I got what congruence was. I, I wasn't being congruent at the time, but I understood the idea of like, you know, those two marrying up. I got unconditional positive regard. Empathy, I'm like... God, what's this empathy thing? I don't know what it is. Oh God, I was reading about it. I was thinking, oh God, I, I just don't know what it is. And then I was like, oh, it's that. Oh, right. Yeah. I oh, okay. Yeah, I can do that. That that's yeah. actually not a problem. And right. it, because you know, my my, you know, starting point is always like, oh, well, you know, I'm I'm no good at this. So, you know uh you know what is it and I just assumed right. that for some reason it was so so I don't know such a big thing and I just didn't understand it and this was going to be a massive problem but it turned out actually the <laughs> empathy comes really quite easily mm -hmm. um and and you know so the whole point of sensitivity is that there's a scale out there's a scale for everything 100%. and um you know all HSPs uh, are sort of you know have got certain traits and then as you go higher up the scale you know or, or this is way the way Julie talks about it. Some people talk about empaths and HSPs being very different. You can be both, but yep. you could be an empath without being an HSP, or you could be an HSP without being an empath. So I think that's still a little bit confusing. And there's no, I don't think there's one school of thought around that yet, as far yeah, as I, I can think see. You're right. Mm -hmm. um, what would you say about being? So all HSPs are, are capable of experiencing and giving and being empathic empathy, so that's yeah. one side of empathy yeah the other is being an empath yeah so i think there's a little bit of different language used by different people around this and i am not professing to say i understand all of it i really am not but yeah, i sure. i hear people say i'm an empath and most people who say they are empaths it means that they feel other people's feelings yeah um, and I think I think that's a great challenge. It must be at times. And I think it's very hard sometimes to work out, OK, I'm feeling this, but is it me that's feeling it? Or am I feeling it from somebody I'm with? Am I feeling yes. it from the collective? Where yes. is it coming from? But yes. actually, you can feel feelings really strongly. And if they're not yours, that must be really confusing. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm definitely not really high on the empath scale. Um, what about you? What do you think? I'm very high on the empath scale. Are you? 
Yeah. So I, that thing that you were just describing absolutely is my experience. So I will feel something. And for, for most of my life, I just thought I was just feeling something. It was mine. Yes. Or if I could, like, if I was sitting next across from a person, I knew how they were feeling, but like if an emotion just came, I just assumed it was mine. Now I do the thing where I'm like, is this mine? Is this somebody else's? Is this the collectives? Um, it can be very discombobulating sometimes. Um, yeah, I I don't think I experience that, but I can imagine because I yeah. can I I can feel the you know with my powers of empathy yep. I can yep. understand I can I can feel how yeah discombobulating that must be yeah um, I don't think I do um, or I think I'm quite. Yeah, I don't think I'm high up. I do, I do think I can feel other people's stuff, but it doesn't, it's not to the point. I don't think I feel it quite as strongly as you do. Yeah. Um, um, and, and again, you know, all that comes with its own um, gift and challenge. Absolutely. Yeah, just like anything. Yeah, but like, yeah. Uh, and you, you know, there are ways of, once you know that, there are ways of... Um, helping with that there are ways yes. of you know be it protective lights protective bubbles yep. be it asking constantly asking yourself that question is is this it's mine fine. or is it whose is this and and you know visualizing giving it back and all or you know all those things all the things yeah all, all the things um yeah i wonder if i'm going to discover that about myself i don't think i am but you know it's a lifelong it's a lifelong journey of learning it isn't really it? is it yeah. really is yeah yeah so um just remind is there anything else on that list that maybe we should touch on a little bit more mm. but I think we're going to talk about those things as we go along yeah I think so yeah so I think this is a really great place to end this just introduction to what we're doing why we're doing it and a bit of a you know intro into HSP do you think? Do you think there's something? Do you I think do. there's anything else we need? We could, should, could, would be a good idea to cover today. I think we've hit on the basics. Um, I think you said in the show notes we'll have links for people, so if they want to go find out, yeah, more for themselves yeah. or for somebody they love, yeah, we'll, we'll link have in places to they can go. Yeah, we'll link to the blog, the uh, Highly Sensitive Refuge, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll link to that. We'll link to Julie's website and there's a quiz on there. We'll link to Willow's website and there's a quiz on there. Yeah. Um, the reason we talk about uh, these people a lot, because they've been quite big on our journeys. And, um, um, you know, I met you. We met each other in Willow's um, coaching. Um, we uh, did. Group. Oh, yeah, we we didn't talk about that, how we, we didn't, connected. We didn't talk about that, how we connected, yeah. but maybe we can, I think that will come out in other yeah. episodes. And we talked about a, a little bit about that in your episode, but um, that's how we connected. And that's why we talk about these these people because um, they've been very instrumental in Absolutely. our journeys and also bringing us together to be do, to doing this. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. And I'm just a firm believer that HSPs, can benefit hugely from finding community. So, you know, both Willow and Julie have communities yeah. and they have resources. And um, 
it helps so much just not to feel alone. So, you know, go find those resources, reach out, keep knowing that you're not here by yourself. There's others of us. Yeah. <laughs> and exactly. we'd love to connect with you. We absolutely would. Cause I would love as part of this, if we, if we build some sort of community, even no matter how small it is, that would be incredible, wouldn't it? So yes, I really, if anybody's listening to this and wants to get in touch with us, we absolutely mean, please get in touch with us. Um, yes. I mean, who knows what's going to happen? Who knows what? whether we have a community what it looks like but it, we can certainly have we'll community around this podcast so please do um get in touch if you've got any questions you know yeah we'll, we'll do our best we'll, we will share our, whatever knowledge we have i mean you know we're not experts but um no. we're living it so that's, that's why right we're, that's why we're here talking about it so we're definitely uh experts as far as our lived experience goes um i wouldn't say i've deep dived into all the academic stuff around it because I just don't feel I need to or want to I I know what I know and when I need to know more I'll go and find something else so um yeah so I think I think that's a good place to end I think it is so that's a good place to end for this first episode we're going to release two the first that so this one's going to go out and the next one uh, will go out quite within a within a couple of days to give you a couple of episodes to listen to while we get into our groove and then we'll have one every week uh you know uh, unless something stops us um uh I don't know you never know what's going to happen but that's what we aim to do we're going to bring you at least six I think we both know both Robbie and I know there's going to be more than six so um not quite sure let's see how long we keep talking for that's and right. if you get in touch with us and send us subjects or ask us questions then that will keep us going even more so um yeah please do we would love to hear from you but for today that's enough so bye from me and bye from me to the Meeting of Minds podcast. You can find this podcast in all the usual places. Please tell your friends, please subscribe. And if you have a moment, I'd be really grateful if you could rate and review as it helps other people find us and helps me spread the messages of empowerment and positivity that I'm really passionate about. If you want to find out more about me, you can visit my website, www.safeandsupported.co.uk. Until next time, bye.